Hallelujah. I'm on the yellow mic. Is it good to go? Yes, guys in the live stream, I'm on the yellow mic. Good morning. I don't know if y'all ready for today yet. I don't know if y'all ready for today yet. I don't know, Kim, are they ready for today yet? No. Is the package in the back ready? Okay. First, we're going to do our Advent candle. Last week, we started and uh, we lit the first candle in our Advent, our Advent March to celebrating Christmas. Last week, we lit the first candle was the prophecy candle. And so while everybody was laughing and joking about my uh, using matches last week, I figured I'd help you all out with something a little more modern today. So today we are lighting our second candle and I want to remind you the Advent wreath is round, has no beginning and no end, just like Christ. Amen. It is evergreen because he is always alive. It has these little uh, natural balls on it because it is adorned as God is adorned with glory. And as we march up to next week, we will light the third candle and then the final week, we will light the fourth candle and the center candle representing Christ. So the closer we get to Christ's arrival, the brighter everything gets. And it is the same again today, folks. So if people are telling you, you know what? Things are so dark in our world. Things are so dark in our culture. Let me remind you Christians of something. Are you ready for this? This morning, as I was in here and the praise team was praying, Miss Wanda prayed Psalm 68 1 let God arise and let his enemies be scattered I think in about the third verse of that same psalm just two verses later it says as wax melts before the candle flame so God let your enemies melt before you. How many of you got some things you want the fire of God to get a hold of and whatever's not of God to melt away? Amen? So if you uh, want to go ahead and share the video, the guys are live, you can put hashtag faith because today we're going to be addressing the faith candle. Now, let me go ahead and tell you this today. And we know that faith is an evidence and a substance of things hoped for and things not seen yet. Faith brings things from the unseen into the seen world. How many of you got some things you're believing God by faith for today? Come on, y'all talk to me, church. Well, let's build your faith just a moment here, all right? Pastor Faye, and Miss Tamara, with their working for grants for Restoring Hope Center, 
have been in diligent pursuit of several large grants. How many of you know sometimes you launch out and you don't know what you're doing, you just do it and by faith you believe in God for the biggest and the best. So they applied for a grant from the Cannon Foundation for Restoring Hope Center. And they applied for this grant and Pastor Faye got an email from Cannon Foundation the other day. Y'all not ready for this. So the Cannon Foundation informed them that the Cannon Foundation themselves have never presented, if I understand this correctly, they've never given a grant over $100,000. How much did y'all ask for on this grant? $104,880. Let's just round that up to $105,000. So the Cannon Foundation wrote them an email and said, we've never awarded a grant over $100,000. But, y'all not hearing what's about to come out up in here. I don't know about where y'all at, but up here, every hair on my body standing up to attention. Are y'all ready? So the Cannon Foundation has awarded your outreach ministry, Restoring Hope Center, $104,885. $105,000. Hallelujah. Chara. Come on now. The Lord's provision shall be seen. So you can be seated for a moment. So let me just go ahead and tell you that the Cannon Foundation, this grant was awarded because in the Restoring Hope Center, in the new building that is going to be finished, ASAP, not another 10 years, it's going to be finished soon. So in the back portion of that, there's going to be emergency housing. How many, Pastor Faye? It'll house 12 people, and there's going to be somebody there that's a part of Restoring Hope Center on site that's going to oversee that. Plus, there's going to be an industrial kitchen, correct? So the Cannon Foundation said, take that $105,000 and finish that part of this project. So emergency housing for up to 12 people, family or folks that are in transition in life, um, and that kitchen, and we're going to get people finished in that ASAP. We're going to honor what they want us to do. We're going to get on it. Somebody give the Lord a praise one more time. All right, guys in the live stream, I need you to take camera two. I need you to put it on that door over here to my right. Y'all got it? Okay. And I need you to put your attention over here to this door because we need to welcome somebody very, very special into this service today. So our special person, would you come on up in this room in here?
know y'all waiting like, what's going on, right? Y'all welcome Miss Danica Thompson back home. You're not watching on live stream today, baby. This is live you. So Will, Laura, Donovan, Danica, welcome home. I wish somebody would give the Lord a praise like he's worthy of today. Come on, I wish somebody would let, give the Lord a praise like he's worthy of today. I know it's been a long road. April. That's a long time back. But baby, we love you. And you have overcome the enemy's taking his best shot at you twice in your life. God must have something really, 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 really big that he's going to morph in your life by his sovereign will. How many of y'all agree with that today? good y'all all the time can you give him one more praise today and Danica the best is yet to come you got that the best is yet to come you are a trooper you are a warrior and we celebrate you today and what God's doing and what God has done in your life amen hallelujah now, for today, while you're standing, we are going to be blessed with this wonderful kids ministries of Northview Harvest Ministry as they come to bless us today. Would you put your hands together and welcome our kids and our kids ministries leaders today as they come to bless you.
tomorrow morning. Every year my mom makes the best Christmas breakfast. She doesn't even make me drink that nasty milk like usual. You know the kind 2% good for you, 98% gross? I like milk with loads of chocolate syrup and a big fat cookie to dunk it into. These fresh baked cookies that my mom made for our group tonight are just begging for a glass of milk right now. Well, Ella, there goes the 2% good for you. I'm excited about Christmas morning as well, Ben. I love watching my family open the gifts I've chosen for them. Seeing how excited they get is one of the best feelings ever. Wait, really? Why would you want to do that when you could just open the presents that they all got you? Opening gifts is fun, Katie, but I think Miss Carol means is that Christmas is all about giving. Exactly, Holly. It feels good to give things away. It was Christmas Day that God gave us his most precious and ultimate gift. That's why we celebrate each year by sharing gifts with those around us. So what's the ultimate gift? That's a good question, Bailey. And what better place to learn about it than our Christmas Eve service?
So God gave us baby Jesus as the ultimate gift? That seems so random. Many times God's kindness does seem random to us, but God always has a plan. Speaking of a plan, when do we get to all the rest of the Christmas Eve stuff? Yeah, I love the candle lighting. What I don't like is when we hold the candle for so long and get hot wax on our fingers. You know, it's kind of hard to sing Silent Night when not all is calm. And all certainly doesn't sound bright either. Before we get to our Christmas Eve service, let's prepare our hearts by reading what happened the night that Jesus was born. Haley, I mean, excuse me, Holly, will you read the Christmas story to us in Luke chapter 2? It'll be my pleasure. And in the same region were the shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. Can you imagine what it would be like if you were hanging out in the field just chilling and watching over your sheep, and then some angel showed up to tell you a baby was being born? Talk about random. That could be enough to make me toss Ella's cookies. Leave it to Ben to be awkward. That's the point, Ben. It's random. Sometimes the greatest blessings come when we least expect them. Okay, moving on. And then the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good, good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you in this, in this day, in the city of David, a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign for unto you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Ella, why are you looking out the window? Well, I was just looking at those farmers across the street. They're trying to get the cattle in where it's warm, but I never really thought about it, how, how people like this have to work on holidays. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yes, Bailey. It's time for them to receive something unexpected. Let's take them these cookies and let them be helping out this evening. I couldn't agree more.
you see those farmers' faces? I don't think they're expecting um, did you see those farmers' faces when we walked up to them? I don't think they're respecting that at all. How cool was it that we were able to help them get their work done, and now they get to join us for our Christmas Eve service? That was so cool. That was that felt good. It made my heart so full watching all of you give back in such an unexpected way. And it didn't stop with the farmers. I saw what you did earlier tonight for that young younger couple walking into the church. I did too. They needed help with their two small children. The, the mom looks like she's about to have her third baby any day now. Ben, you were the first one to help her with their bags. You're not as tough as you seem. What can I say? I had a random moment. <laughs> Holly, you helped the mom by taking her hand. And Ella and Bailey, you helped direct the mom into the children's room. Yes, and you held the door for all of us, Katie. I'm sure that couple wasn't expecting our help, but they sure did appreciate it. Giving is such a blessing. What can I say? I'm a giver. <laughs> it's funny, because I always thought that the real presents were at the paper. I'm finding out now that the best gifts aren't necessarily under the tree. Now you are all really understanding the true meaning of Christmas.
what were some other gifts that we can give that come from the heart? Well, I think one of the greatest gifts we give to each other is to pray for one another. You know, there are several people who came from near and far tonight just to be at the Christmas Eve service. Maybe we could pray for them? Is that too random? That's the best thing about prayer. Even when it's random, it's still right. Yeah, just think about the wise men. How random was it for them to travel hundreds of miles following a random star just to see Jesus pray at his feet? Who would like to lead us in prayer for the people who will be at our Christmas service tonight? I will. I think I know what to say. Just speak from your heart, Bailey. Dear God, thank you for sending your son so that we can know what true love is. I pray that everyone who walks through these doors tonight would understand the meaning of Christmas and experience Jesus in a very real way. We love you, God. Amen.
Are you okay? Yes, it just really touched me to see you guys minister, minister to so many people tonight. Everything seemed just random, but it just hit me what God has been doing through all of you tonight. What do you mean? Think about it. The farmers, the, they could, the couple expecting a baby, all of you praying over the people who traveled far to be here tonight, just like when the wise men traveled to pray with Jesus. Oh my goodness, it's just like the Christmas story with the shepherds, Mary, Joseph, and the wise men. Whoa, mind blown. It always seemed kind of random, like a fairy tale to me, but now it makes perfect sense. God sent Jesus because of your great love for all of us here today. It's also clear now and not random at all. But still, Jesus wasn't born tonight. No, sweet Ella, he wasn't, but that's the beauty of the story. Jesus was born on Christmas night, and he's still alive and working through all of us today, even though what seemed or seems like ran little random acts of kindness. Miss Carol, I think you meant random acts of Christmas. We would like to take time to thank our pastors in the house. We, we love you and appreciate you for all you do. Please come forward, Pastor Tim, Kim, Joyce, please, Michael, and Faye. Northview Harvest Kids Ministries group loves you very much.
take a bow. Don't y'all think they need to come up front and take a bow? Don't y'all think so? Y'all come on right up here front, guys. Take a bow. So want to say thank you to all of our adults who help and push the plow of kids ministries y'all saw mr chris you saw miss megan and we got three wonderful ladies at the back and miss faye there's a whole bunch of others that that are part of i don't want to start calling out names because uh Earl is supervising Mr. Neese and stuff and like that. All of these folks that help with our kids' ministers during the week, y'all are making an impact. We love y'all. Y'all show them some more love, would you? All right. I think they're going to go make some cupcakes or eat cupcakes or something like that. Okay, that's a secret. You parents did not hear that. Never mind, it's church. You can do whatever the pastor says. Okay, so. Y'all show our youth leader, our, our kids leaders some love one more time. All right, and at this time, we're gonna give your attention to Pastor Joyce, please. You may be seated for just a moment. Um, I'd like for all the members of Priest to Praise to come to the platform, including the sound techs, and uh, if you work in media or sound, the live streaming, as well as um, the band, the choir, worship leaders. Yes, and if there, if there are children here under the age of 12, 12 and under, and you'd like to go be a part of the party, even though you were not part of the program, you may, be, you may exit now. You may go right this way, um, and someone will show you where the party's going on. You'll probably hear it once you go through those doors. <laughs> uh, are all members of Priest of Praise here, up here? Let me... Um, So last week, um, we, we had our appreciation banquet, and, um, and I wanted to give you as, an as a church an opportunity uh, to express your appreciation for all of these members of Priest of Praise who serve you every day. Would you join me in, in thanking them? be seated and um, last each year um, well, beginning beginning last year we make a choice to honor someone uh, particularly for that year every one of them deserve a great honor but we chose to do two honors this year I felt led of the Holy Spirit to do that and neither of them were able to be here last week so I'm going to ask Pastor Faye to come forward and Sylvia to come forward <laughs> Sylvia was sick last week 
So we created for each of you, um, hold that up really high. Um, let me read, let me read one of them. Okay, so in honor of Sylvia Poston, dedicated and faithful member of Northview Harvest Ministries, preached the praise. Throughout the years, you have blessed the Lord in your church, our church with your beautiful gift of song. You have been and continue to be a wonderful example of what it means to be a true worshiper. And then Psalm um, 84.4, and we all signed it. I hold it up so everybody to see. And in honor of Pastor Faye Coates, dedicated and faithful member of Northview Harvest Ministries, Priest of Praise, from calling us to worship with the shofar to sounding out praises with your trumpet, you've been a blessing to our church and to our Lord. Thank you for your many years of worshipful service, worshipful service at your post. Thank you, Pastor Faye. Like I said, normally this would have been done last Sunday at the banquet, but we're glad you got an opportunity to see it. And so let's all stand. Pastor Faith's going to blow the shofar, and we're going to enter into worship. Aren't you thankful for that opportunity that we have? And while she's coming, um, uh, you will see me have to slip out. Several of us have to leave, actually. Sylvia, you have to leave yourself. Um, we're, we're part of a funeral that's taking place in Venice this afternoon, a young lady that we all grew up with. And here she'll be playing the piano. I'll be preaching, and Sylvia will be singing. And so that's why we're leaving early today. But we're believing the Holy Spirit to move mightily in the rest of the service. And I want to thank pastors. I knew this was a busy day. But in the view of the unexpected, them unexpectedly not being able to be here last week, thank you for giving us a, a few minutes. To, to do it this Sunday. Thank you and God bless. Just when I ran out of the road, I made it and I didn't go. And she told me 
Cause he healed my heart He changed my name Forever free I'm not the same I thank the master I thank the same Oh, I thank God I cannot deny what I've seen Got no choice but to believe My doubts are burning like the ashes in the wind. So, so long to my old friends. Burning in bitterness, you can just keep it moving. Now you ain't welcome here. From now till I walk the streets of gold, I'll sing of how he saved my soul. This way was son. Found his way back. Oh, 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 oh. he picked me up, he turned me around, he placed my feet on solid ground. I thank you, Master. I thank you, Savior. Cause he healed my heart, he changed my name. Forever free, I'm not the same. I thank you, Master. I thank you, Savior. I thank Lost another one. I am free. I am free. I am free. Hell lost. Hell lost another one. I am free. I am free. I am free. Hell lost another one. Hell lost another one. I am free. Oh, I am free. I am free. I am free. Hell lost another one. I am free. Oh, I am free. Is that your testimony this morning, right? This morning we're speaking to the prodigals. It's time to get up, amen. You say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get up out of that grave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get up out of that grave. You say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get up out of that grave. Oh, Come on, yeah, 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 get up out of that grave, yeah, 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 get up out of that grave, yeah, 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 get up out of that grave, yeah, 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 get up out of that grave. One time, yeah, 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 get up out of that grave, yeah, 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 get up out of that grave, yeah, 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 get up out of that grave, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get 
Because he picked me up, he turned me around, placed my feet on solid ground. I thank the master, I thank the savior. Because he healed my heart, he changed my name, forever free. that we call sin and shame they were like prisons that we couldn't escape but he came and he died and he rose those walls are rubble remember those giants we call death and grave they were like mountains that stood in our way. But he came, and he died, and he rose. Those giants are dead now. This is our God. This is who he is. He loves us. This is our God. This is what he does. He saves us. Oh, the cross, beat the grave, let heaven and earth proclaim, this is our God, King Jesus. Remember that fear that took our breath away, faith so weak that we could barely pray, but he heard. Every word, every whisper. Now those altars in the wilderness tell the story of his faithfulness. Never once did he fail, and he never will. This is our God, this is who he is. Pray. 
sing.
Church, lift your voice. Your worship is your incense before the Lord.
I want to remind you the words of Jesus. I want to remind you of the words of Jesus. He said, if you have a red letter edition of a Bible where his words are written in red, it will be written in red. He said, if I am high and lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. I'm going to tell you right now, that's why the enemy wants your head to hang low. He wants your spirit to be low. He wants your heavy hands to hang down. But the Spirit of God is calling out and he is saying that if Jesus be high and lifted up, hallelujah, I wonder if anybody can lift up those heavy hands. I wonder if anybody can open up your weary mouth and let out a worship to God. Lift him up, lift him up, lift him up in worship, lift him up in adoration, lift him up in praise, and watch him honor his word to draw you, draw you to
your first time with us on the back of your bulletin it says first time here you can just tear that off it's a little form and if you will fill that out as you leave today out this door to the right and take it to the welcome center there will be a care team there they will pray with you they will take your form and give you a gift bag in return that's a really good deal what do you think give them a piece of paper you get a gift bag back and that if you need prayer they are there to pray with you so that we hope that you will take advantage of that. Also, after service, our youth, Northview Student Ministries, is having a bake sale. Y'all, they have baked some good stuff. They worked all day yesterday. Also, our young men cleaned. They did windows. They power washed the sidewalks. Y'all, give them, give them all a big hand. Yes. They did a great job, a great job. So we thank y'all for doing that. Y'all go out there and get some goodies after church. Also, the nuts are still for sale, so y'all could just get all your Christmas presents right there. Get them some baked goods, get them some nuts. Hey, I think that's a great deal. So y'all take advantage of that after service today. Also, today from 3 to 5, if you can help at Restoring Hope in the warehouse, they need help wrapping. Also... We need some men here at 4 o'clock for stage setup for the Christmas for the adult musical. So if you can be here, men, at 4 o'clock to help set up all the stage, all the props, we would appreciate that at 4 o'clock. Also, the adult Christmas musical drama is next Sunday and night and next Monday night at 7. So y'all, there are flyers out on the Welcome Center. Get some. Invite people to come. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be an amazing night. How many of you have ever not seen... North Hughes Christmas musical. I better say it that way because everybody else. If you've not seen it, raise your hand. Okay, y'all are in for a treat. You're in for a treat. So, North Hughes Faith family that's seen it, we need you to be inviting people because aren't they in for a treat? Yes. yes, it's going to be great. They've been working on it since October, and we're excited about what God is going to do through that. 
What a wonderful day, y'all. This has been a beautiful, beautiful day already. It's amazing. And it's time to give to the Lord now. It's time to celebrate the greatest gift. Amen. So if you need a tithing envelope, if you'll raise your hand, our ushers will come forward right now, and they will give you one. We thank all of you for um, giving. We know a lot of you give online, and we are so thankful. I, I saw a couple of hands in the back, Cameron. We know a lot of you give online. If you'll notice the screens, it tells you how you can. We know that's very convenient these days. But however you choose to give to the Lord, however you obey him, we are thankful and we appreciate it. However you give in-house, if you mail it in, if you bring it, if you bring it up during the offer time, if you pay online, we just thank you so much for that. So we're going to ask our ushers to come now. After what we've witnessed today, I don't think I need to say too much about giving into this ministry, that this is good soil, rich, fertile soil to, to uh, sow into. What do you think? Y'all agree? Yes. So if you would stand and prepare yourself to give, our wonderful praise band is going to play for us. after me there is abundance in this house there is abundance in this house there is abundance in this house in the name of Jesus and on the authority of God's holy word amen 
All right, you can be seated. We're going to do just a couple of things right quick. Uh, God, we bless this offering today in the name of Jesus. We thank you for people's faithfulness. But God, above all, we thank you for your faithfulness to us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, uh, Zach, you can pull number two down just a touch, but number one, Miss Kim's about to use that down there on the floor, so it may need to come up some. So Miss Danica has decided she would like to just say something to y'all, so we're going to let her do that. So uh, her voice is still healing from uh, having a trach and stuff in it, so y'all give her your careful attention. She is, she is a tough, tough cookie, and we love you, Danica, more than words can say. Hold that mic up close, too. Thank y'all for all y'all's prayers. That really, I'm sorry I haven't been able to come up here. And honestly, if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be here right now. I just, I really think I have a calling. And I just love y'all so much. And for those of you that may not be aware, um, April, April 13th, uh, there was a house fire at the Thompson household and Danica was injured in that. She's been at the uh, UNC North Carolina, the best North Carolina hospital, college, school, everything. <laughs> Even Duke people can't, can't say anything against that. <clears throat> but she was up there in the burn center, and we are so glad, Danica, that you are home. And... Uh, She's still got some, some hurdles she's going to do, but uh, we're continuing to pray for her and believe God for the greatest things that he has in store for her. And everybody said amen. 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 Show her some round of love one more time, would you? I wonder if anybody is uh, glad to be saved and filled with the Holy Spirit today. And it's 12.05, and the Lord has said a lot, and he's done a lot. Let me just drop two things in your spirit right quick. You can just write these down and take them home with you. Um, just let me, let me hit you up here with three, three slides here. There's a thing called divine silence. It's when you're going through stuff and God's not talking. Anybody ever been in any of those divine silence times? <clears throat> now, a lot of theologians call the, calls this divine absence. I'm not going to call it absence because God's never absent from you. He's just silent. He's with you. He's just silent. It's kind of like the proverbial thing. When you are in school and you are taking classes and your teacher or your professor is doing their best to teach you and instill 
the things, of it, whether it be mathematics or science or language arts, whatever. Pastor Michael, it's good to see you make it back to the house today. He's been speaking at another church today. Y'all show Pastor Michael some love. By the way, the children's ministry gave a, your wife a bag on your behalf. Be sure you get it, okay? I just want to say we're Miss. Oh, she's, never mind. All right. But folks, when that teacher's training you and teaching you, they're talking so much in the weeks coming up to exam. And that whole semester, they're pouring into you. But when it comes time for the test, am I talking to anybody in this room? When it comes time for the test, the teacher says nothing. But what he or she has poured into you to prepare you for that moment, if you were listening, it's in there. All you got to do is let it come back up. But the teacher's going to be silent. And folks, there are times that we experience divine silence. In uh, 1 Samuel 4, 21, there's, there's a place where uh, Israelites lost the Ark of the Covenant. The glory of God was taken. They had, a lady had a baby at that same day named it Ichabod, which means the glory of the Lord has departed. But let me go ahead and tell you something. The glory might have departed, but God didn't depart. Amen. And you might go through some seasons that you don't feel goosebumps. And you don't feel anointed. That's when you got to remember what the Bible says and not what you feel. Because the Bible says over there in 1 John, it says you have an anointing that abides with you at all times. That's when you got to take the word over your circumstances. That's when you got to take the word over what you're feeling. Because I'm going to tell you what, there's going to be a lot of days you're going to wake up, you're not going to feel Christian. I, am, I must be talking to myself up in here. There are going to be some days you wake up, you roll over and look at that person you love more than anybody else in the world laying in the bed beside you, your husband or your wife, and you won't feel like you love them. Oh, that's getting too close to home for some folk, right? But the bottom line is you have made a commitment and you are loving them. Sometimes it might be by faith, but I'm loving you nonetheless. And if you've got an agronoian spouse like my wife does, that's aggravating and anointing, all that annoying. I just aggravating and annoying. All, I got some of y'all women around here about to have a Holy Ghost spell. I'm going to tell you, Leah, Theo, we might need to have a little consortium after we get out of here. All right. So, uh, anyway, you can go through these times, folks, and you'll see there are times of divine silence and. Uh, it's not that God doesn't love you, but God has deposited inside of you what you need to get through this test. Look at somebody say, it's already in you. Now get this. If you need to take pictures of this, whatever, I will be posting some of this on social media this week, but I need you to get it. I want you to take it home and chew on it. No matter how things are at the moment, God will, in his timing, put all things right and in order to fulfill his purpose. And everything I'm telling you about today, folks, has to do with faith. Today, we, uh, 
I'm going to quit lighting these candles over there because there's a vent that keeps just tearing those candles up, right? I guess somebody lit that one back for me already. Uh, but here's the thing, y'all. We lit that faith candle today because, folks, let me tell you something. You can't find the baby in a manger if you don't have faith that God is. Amen? And I'm going to tell you right now, faith is not just 2,000 years ago looking for a baby in a manger. Faith is right now today in every circumstance and situation that you're in that you know God's going to make everything right and he's going to put everything in order. How many of y'all got some stuff or some areas or some kids in your life today that you are praying and believing God for, that he's going to put things right and he's going to put things in order? Amen. Amen. And here's the thing, folks. You can trust him to do that. Let me just drop. I think I got two more things. Let me just give these to you right here. Faith. Again, just, these are nuggets for you to take home and chew on. Faith. We do not look at how things are. High five somebody and tell them right now, quit looking around. Quit looking around. Do you understand today? Psalms 121 says, I will lift my eyes up to the hills. Where does my help come from, question mark? My help's coming from above, not around me. We got to lift our gaze vertical and quit looking around at everything horizontal because let me tell you something. If you're setting your gaze on the horizontal, on the level you live on, you know it's not going to see your problem. You're going to see everybody else's problems. You're going to get discouraged. You're going to get depressed. And you are not going to walk by faith. You're going to walk by flesh. Come on, somebody. That's why you got to look up and you got to say, God, I need you to help me see this situation through faith sight. I need to know what you're going to work in this situation because I can't work this. And if I have to sit here and look at this thing much longer, I'm going to lose my mind up in here. Uh For some of y'all, that's too late. You done lost it. But look at this, folks. We do not look at how things are, but how things are. Right, we need to rewind that and do it again. We do not look at how things are, but how things are. I need somebody to really shout that out like you mean it. We do not look at how things are, but according to the promises of God and I give you in there Romans chapter 10 verse 17 where the word says this it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God if we're going to be a people of faith the people living by faith the people walking in faith we've got to be a people that wraps our mind up our day up in the word of God let me go ahead and put it to you this way the more words you put in the more faith muscle you're going to have the more more faith muscle you can have, the bigger mountain you can push out of the way. I ain't getting no help. Let me talk to somebody over here. So see, some folk can't even, you got so little faith, you can't even move a grain of sand. That's why to you, a mountain, a molehill has become a mountain. But I need to talk to some folk been through some stuff. Come on, somebody. And what you thought was breaking you, God was really using making you. Come on now. Then you understood this. The more you flexed your muscle, the stronger you got. And now you still understand this today, that your hope and faith, my hope is building nothing less but Jesus' blood and righteousness. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, somebody. And that same blood that washed away your sin is the same blood that can keep you today. 
Where I'm at is not where I'm going to be. That's why faith is screaming to us today. Where I am at is not where I'm going to be. Let me tell you something, folks. God can in one second unlock a door of opportunity to you. God gave me this about 20 plus years ago. This one line, where I'm at is where I'm not, not where I'm going to be. I was studying the life of Joseph. And I believe, folks, if you study Joseph, he was his father's favorite son, had on designer clothes. His brothers snatched him up because they were jealous and they hated him. They hated his dream. They hated everything about him. Everybody's not going to be excited about you or the dream or the purpose or the plan that God's put in your life. But Joseph's brothers sold him into slavery, right? And these slave drivers, they took him down into Egypt. A man named Potiphar bought Joseph, bought him. He's a slave. Put him in Potiphar's house. He works his way up the ladder. Potiphar's one of Pharaoh's top men in the whole nation, the whole civilization of Egypt. And in a matter of time, Joseph is over everything Potiphar's got. Now get this. The day he was sold into slavery, he's got a cush life. He's got a cush job. He's born with a silver spoon in his mouth. But when his brother snatched him up, tore that designer clothes off, threw him down in that well, don't you know right there the devil was screaming in Joseph's ear, Bo, you busted now. You broke, busted, and disgusted. But I believe Joseph looked around and said, uh, I had a dream. I, didn't, I, I ain't getting no help. I'm, I'm trying to just give y'all something to go home, y'all. But look at here. Here's what Joseph did. Joseph looked around. He said, uh, I had a dream, and this don't match what was in my spirit. What I'm seeing around me does not match what's in. I'm, mm, let me say that over here. What I'm seeing around me does not match what I've got inside of me. So where I am at is not where I'm going to be. So they take him down to Egypt. They sell him in a slave caravan. He's tied up, walking behind camp for days and weeks and they get him in there and he sold as a slave and I believe when they took him into Potiphar's house they didn't give him the best slave quarters he's an entry position they gave him the worst slave quarters they had and I believe once again Joseph looked around and said I had a dream and this right here what I see around me right now is not what I saw inside of me come on somebody I wonder if I got anybody under the sound of my voice today that you can say where I'm at right now in this season of my life it's not where I'm going to be. I have faith that I've seen something bigger and better and brighter and I'm on my way to accomplish something by and for the Spirit of God. Where I'm at is not where I'm going to be. We look to the promise more than the present circumstances. And I got, here you go Marlene, I told you last night on Facebook I was going to steal that thing you posted. I like this. I saw so last night I wrote this in my notes. The win, the W-I-N, is coming. Don't worry about the W-H-E-N. When. High five somebody telling you win. Your victory is coming. All right, final thing. Just get this. Final thing right here. Final thing. Final thing right here. Boy, this is, this is just good. And I even put this in colors. So it'll be like Christmassy for y'all. You're welcome. Y'all ready? Look at this. Hope, faith, and trust run hand in hand. Say that with me. Hope, faith, and trust run hand in hand. 
hope, get this, y'all, this is so deep. I feel like the Holy Spirit just gave me this this past week and I was spending some quiet time with him. Hope is the womb of the human soul where miracles gestate and mature in private. Just like, come on, y'all, just as it is in the natural, so it is in the spirit. Just like a woman's womb in the natural has an egg inside of it, and when it receives the male cell, and when those, when those two cells meet, and, and that thing begins, it goes into gestation, it begins to mature as an embryo. But you, you may not ever know what's in there. Come on, somebody. I believe there's some folk in here right now that there's something inside of you by the Spirit of God, you may not even know it's in there yet. Oh, I wish I could get some help in here. But, but how many of y'all ladies been pregnant, but you knew after a few days or a few weeks, you knew something's going on inside your body. I wish somebody would help me for me. Ladies, can I get a witness up in here? Come on, you knew something was going on. You knew there was something, something has shifted inside of your body. I wish I had some Christians now who had that same type of faith in the, in the spirit of God that you knew God had put something inside of you and you can't put your finger on what it is. You can't put your finger on when that thing was conceived, but you know there's something inside of you that God's getting ready to bring outside of you. So hope is the womb of the human soul where miracles gestate and mature in private. Now get this now. Faith is the muscle that pushes the birthing process of these miracles and they come into public view. Hope is your womb. Faith's what's pushing them out. Now here now, here, 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 hold up. It'd be a crying shame for what God has placed inside of you to come full term, but you don't have the faith muscle to push it out. That's like being all dressed up, no place to go. But hold up, ladies. How many of y'all have tremendously enjoyed that, that uh, process of what they call transition? When that baby is coming out of that uterus and hitting that birth canal. I ain't trying to be ugly. I'm just stating a fact. And, and those bones in your pelvis begin to spread wide open. They begin to spread and, and doctors will tell us in studying biology and physiology that that is the closest that the woman, the mother, and the baby will simultaneously come to death is in that transition process. That's when she's screaming, ah, get this thing out of me. That's when she's growling like she's got demon dogs inside of her. <laughs> That's when, husband, you lean down to kiss her on her brow and she looks at you and in this demonic scream says, don't touch me. I know that from firsthand experience. And the little Indian doctor looks down like he's catching for the New York Yankees. He looks up and says, that's what I got your hair to start with. But ladies, how many of y'all know that is some excruciating pain? Would you bear witness with me on that? But how many of you ladies after that baby got out, they cut that umbilical cord 
and, and you are still, your body is still in this hormonal, crazed, fatigued state. But as soon as they get that baby wiped off and suctioned out and they wrap that baby in a blanket and they laid that baby over on your breast, how many of y'all didn't remember that pain anymore? Then folks, let me tell you right now, trust is knowing the pain is worth the prize. The bigger the baby, the harder the push. The bigger the baby, the greater the pain. But the bigger the baby, the bigger the baby. If you take that in the natural, what I'm telling you right now, and you put that in a spiritual context, the miracle, the, the, the bigger the miracle inside of you, the more push it's gonna take. The bigger the miracle that God has inside of you, probably the more pain you're gonna endure. But folks, let me tell you something right now. Inside your hope, something's growing. And at the right time, faith's gonna start to contract and you'll know it's time for this thing to come out of me. I'm gonna pray like never before. I'm gonna believe God. I'm gonna fast like never before. I'm gonna get people in agreement with me. I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm gonna be like Joseph. I'm gonna share my dream. If you don't like it, you can throw me in a well if you want to because your well can't keep back what God's gonna do in me. So the hope of my soul is the womb where this thing is growing. But my faith's gonna push that thing out when it comes to maturity and viability. But in the process of the pain, Pastor Michael, that I have to go through, I'm gonna trust God that what I'm going through right now, once I hold that thing in my hand, so enough is gonna be worth it. The pain is worth the price. Amen. Hallelujah. Would you stand to your feet with me today? Somebody give the Lord a thanks for what all he's done up in this house and so many people's lives today. Amen, 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 amen. Am I forgetting anything? We good? So the, uh, I did forget something. Where's Courtney uh, uh, Poole at? She out there in that foyer? Somebody tell her to stick her head in that middle door right there. Somebody open that middle door. Tell Courtney Poole to stick her head in that door. Come on, Miss Courtney. Y'all show Miss Courtney some love. Now, Mr. Jim Albright said that they serve in dog food in this uh, uh, youth dog child. That's what Jim said. So, Jim, would you, would you illuminate or, or in, would you give us some inspiration or some insight here? It's puppy child. Is that for big dogs or little dogs? Oh, puppies for puppies. Never mind. So I was thinking dog child. Nelson and Amanda, y'all need to do something with your daughter. I don't know how she's leading our youth here at this church, but they're trying to sell dog food as baked goods. Now, now James Earl, she said she couldn't cook, but I thought it'd be a little better than that. <laughs> All right, now really, they've got something that they have baked and it's called puppy chow. Does anybody know what that is? Okay, y'all know what it is? I got concerned because I didn't know what it was. I was thinking of a green bag coming out of the pet aisle on, on food line, but anyway. So the youth are back there. Uh, the women's ministries does have a few more bags of nuts left as well if you want some of those for your baking goods or whatnot. 
<clears throat> we do appreciate our youth. Oh, they're still in here. Y'all saw the video, man, they worked, they cleaned, they picked up trash, the, the, they baked, they did all kind of stuff, they cleaned up. They spent, I think, about three or four hours over here yesterday morning from what I was told. And uh, y'all just show them some love today, won't you? We love you guys. And I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all this. I don't care what the devil says about y'all. I think y'all all right. I love y'all. All right. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you his peace, his shalom, his tranquility, his well-being and his faring well and his victory and his breakthroughs. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I bless you today. God bless you indeed. You are dismissed.